This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May. So you guys have been through Christmas, you've been through Christmas Eve, and we're staring New Year's Eve in the face. And if you want to stare me in the face, come celebrate New Year's Eve with me. I will be doing the wrap-up of my wide-open tour in my hometown of Syracuse, New York, New Year's Eve 2021, ringing in 2022 at the Syracuse Funny Bone Two tickets, two show times. Uh, I have to check. <laughs> you know your girl has a little bit of an idea when her show times are. I just had my assistant Debbie post it this morning. Okay, 7.30 and 10.30. So both shows will have a whole bunch of fun and chaos and be something different. Not just comedy. It'll be a little bit for everybody. Not necessarily kid-friendly. Actually, let me go back. Not fucking kid-friendly. Get a babysitter. Lo siento. But you probably need a break from those fucking kids because let's be real. I know a lot of you were cooped up the way I was with whatever fucking sinus infection that I had and still have from over a month. And I was not looking to go out and be a super spreader of whatever the fuck this is. Did get negative COVID tests, but got positive for funk in my junk. Okay, that's that's from a real doctor, not from Dr. Peluso. Um, this is a Dr. Peluso episode. I should let you know. I should forewarn you, prep you, get you excited to get your an- your questions answered. I have a, an accumulation of questions from months. I, I must have missed a, a, a folder I had of a few different questions that we didn't quite get to. I think we go far as far back as November for this episode. I'm going to answer all the other questions through the next couple of weeks just so we can catch up and then be on time with the new questions as they come in. You guys have asked so many questions and I know you're like, who is this bitch? What, what right does she have? And what qualifications does she have to answer questions that I have? Well, you know what? I've been through a lot. I'm not a real doctor, but I feel sometimes real doctors don't even give you the real deal. They're just doing some card catalog, repeated, unfurthered, educated guesstimate as to what they think is going on in your life. Very few doctors that I have come across in my own personal life, save for the ones that I've had on this actual podcast, the amazing doctors I've had the privilege of talking to and interviewing on the Sharp Tongue podcast, save for those. Very few doctors, I feel, go above and beyond and think outside the box and actually keep their education up. And this is no shout out. This is no attack on doctors whatsoever. I can only tell you what I've experienced and it's equivalent to the education system. You've got a few that really make a huge difference and then the rest are just kind of fucking phoning it in. 
So when they phone it in, guess who they call? Jesse May. <laughs> I am the doctor for the people who are sick of getting fed bullshit. Fake doctor, not a real doctor. I don't like to say fake doctor because that just that just makes me sound like a gypsy. And I'm not sitting in the back of some covered wagon asking for, you know, for, for change and asking to barter for me to give you a fortune. No, I'm only divulging what I've learned from all of my experiences, mistakes, and mishaps throughout my life. And that's what this episode is, a Dr. P episode. Make sure before you uh, forget to go over to the YouTube page and click like and subscribe, youtube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. And tell your friends to come out New Year's Eve. Thank you guys for everybody who come who came out to all the shows this year. You guys made this tour fucking awesome and amazing. And I can't wait to show you what I've got for 2022. But for now, I hope you enjoy this week's episode with Board Uncertified, Dr. Jesse May Peluso from the north side of Syracuse, New York, to your ears. Enjoy. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me Ooh, hey everybody merry christmas eve it is christmas eve i am here in nancy's abode i'm in my mother's house which is kind of macabre for the holidays, I feel. It's a little bit of a macabre move because mom's dead. But sometimes you got to immerse yourself right up in there. You know, you got to immerse yourself right in the freaking heart of it. And speaking of heart, this is a Dr. Peluso episode. We will also be doing a, um, as you can tell, I'm a doctor because I have my stethoscope on. I have it on incorrectly though. Doctor's you just kind of haphazardly just whip it around. So I'll have it whipped around my neck. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm Grey's Anatomy realness here. Here we go. I, f- I still don't feel like this is natural enough. Okay, here, let's see if this, if I can, I feel like they have it hang down here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then their hair is just kind of over it because they're busy re- reading reports they're busy looking at there's graphs and they have glasses on their head so I feel like this is a a, a good this is a smooth move this feels natural although I kind of want it on the other side we're gonna switch it over hold on let me let let, let the Virgo (laughs) the first 10 minutes were just of Jessie Mae getting her fake stethoscope placed properly here we go I am on my second cold in a month and a half which for me is very uncharacteristic. Um, I, as a doctor, I'm able to deal with it. I have my own rem- remedies. Um, one involves Corona, Premier, and the other is edibles, both of which 
and I I am not a I'm a board uncertified doctor. Okay, I'm not a doctor. I'm just giving you life advice. But uh, take two of those in the morning. Take two of those and call me in the morning. <laughs> take two Coronas and a couple edibles and call me in the morning. Let me know how you feel after doing a podcast in your dead mom's house on Christmas Eve. God bless. Mm. <clears throat> I am on my second cold. <clears throat> I had one when I got back from the Unleash the Power Within Tony Robbins event. You guys probably think that I was riddled with something like Tony put something in the air to make us join his coven, his harem. Uh, but no, that's not. I think I honestly I have a theory as to why I am all of a sudden getting these colds out of nowhere. And I honestly think and this is not me saying I'm not a fuck. Look, I'm not a scientist. I'm not even a doctor. <laughs> I just play one on a podcast. I think, and I don't know if anyone else out there has been getting colds. It's not COVID. Um, has anyone else out there been getting colds who don't normally get sick? I wonder if you feel the same way as I do, or I feel that the reason this is happening, I'm looking, I'm just looking for fucking tissues because I know at some point I'm going to have to blow whatever's in my head out. For some reason, I've gotten sick twice within a month both times after travel and that doesn't happen even when I when I was on the road frequently it never happened and I think that's the problem I think I think our immune systems after wearing these masks for two years after having not been in close contact with all of our friends like we normally are I've <coughs> I'm so sorry I feel like Oh God, guys, I, I swear I'm going to try and not sound like a sick, a sick puppy this whole time. I feel like my immune system is weaker now because I have not been exposed as much as I normally do because I'm not traveling as much. The mask is making me covered and not making me, um, <clears throat> oh my God, I got to get a tissue. Hold on. Fuck. <clears throat> so sorry for that. Um, I honestly think the reason why we're getting sick is because we're less exposed now to things that we were before that built up our immune system. And now every little thing is fucking shutting us down because we don't have the resolve, the same resolve that we had prior to this whole quarantine. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be quarantined. I'm not saying anything because I'm not a fucking doctor, but I don't know if the fucking doctors know what the fuck is going on. I think I've been saying this the entire time. The one thing I'm sure of is I'm not sure of anything. All I know is some shit's going down and it's really fucking weird what's happening. It really is. Um, I am vaccinated. I had to get vaccinated for work. And obviously it doesn't protect you 100% from everything. We know that. Uh, It doesn't take a fucking genius to know that. But in the same breath... uh, breath being a funny term because people are having a hard time catching it catching their breath it's it just feels like you know and maybe this is just a a high cold and flu season on top of whatever else is going on it just feels weird to me because I know my body I know myself and having gone out this quarter traveling and coming back and having caught something, a cold each time, it's it feels like a sinus infection. 
I have gotten these before in my life. It's like the only thing I ever get whenever I get sick. And that's just, you know, how I can describe how it feels to you guys. It's all sinus pressure and all of it's just right in your nose and it's nasty and it's brutal and probably not the best thing to have while you're recording a fucking podcast, but I felt inspired. Oh, Carlin's whining. What's the matter, Moose? Carlin's here. Don't knock down the whole fucking setup here, bro. Please don't. Um, I just think that it's it's just a strange scenario because I know my body and I normally don't get sick like this. So, you know, I was like, hey, let's record a Dr. Peluso episode while I'm hacking up. Excuse me. But I didn't want to leave you guys hanging and I felt inspired on Christmas Eve. I'm also going to do a year recap for our um, grief survival guide. We're going to have a year recap episode soon. Uh, I kind of wanted to get through the episodes this this I wanted to get through the holidays before I recorded the year episode just so I could sort of absorb what what I felt and what what happened and different things this year so as opposed to last year so that I could have you know a real comparison for you guys for whoever's been along the journey on all of the grief survival guide episodes within Sharp Tongue Podcast, I wanted to be able to have like, you know, uh, a reference point. So I'm going to go through the holidays. I was almost inclined to do a grief survival guide episode tonight because obviously being in my mom's house has drudged up emotions and has made me feel a certain way, new way and all of that. But I still want to process it before I put it out there. Pop, 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 pop. I have to get a pop filter. I have to remind myself to get a travel pop filter. Pop filter. Um, so we'll get to that year recap. That'll probably be next week's episode. But for now, I'm going to show you what my Aunt Betsy got me for Christmas. Now, my Aunt Betsy's dope. She got chickens. She has a beehive. She had. She started growing plants and she's. she can make maple syrup because she has a maple tree on her property. She's just the coolest. She does yoga. She's into you know, spirituality and she's a holistic hippie like me. So she's a, a woman after my own heart. So Emily and I went to go visit her for the holidays. Oh, my mom's dog just sneezed. Oh, my dog's, my mom's dog's got the fucking cold too. Um, my sister and I went to go visit my aunt Betsy for the holidays and we got her a gift. You know, we got her like a really cute, uh, like a, towel with chickens on it because she has chickens and we got her like soap and wool socks and we even gave her um, a piece of my mom's wardrobe that we thought she would like and just all these really cute you know things that women love clothes socks soaps you know dish rags a fucking we love dish rags we go to Marshall's and We'll get one of everything in each department. So basically, it's what we did, but with a little more thought because we love her. So Aunt Betsy gives us our gift, and it was this. (laughs) Those of you listening, (laughs) you're like, what? Did she give you emphysema? No, I'm laughing because I'm holding up two ginormous bags of weed. Okay. Just in a fucking Christmas bag. We're like, what the? F-? I, I go, is this oregano? I said, oh, you're growing basil, Aunt Betsy? She's like, no, it's that good good. I was like, what? Father Christmas. And 
a cannabis hot cocoa bomb. <coughs> Excuse me. A cannabis hot cocoa bomb and edibles. Uh, and adorably wrapped. I was like, Aunt Patsy, we need to get into biz- business together immediately. Are you kidding me right now? Look at that. Look at this gift wrapped edibles from Aunt Betsy. God bless her soul. And even a fucking cannabis bath bomb. Move over every other can of company out there. Aunt Betsy's coming for your customers. We just tucked our hand towel away. We were like, well, we didn't know it was going to be that kind of Christmas. And God bless us, everyone. I, I am Dr. Peluso. This is a Dr. Peluso episode. There are tons of questions that we have <clears throat> accumulated back to September, actually. I think that was like the last Dr. Peluso episode we did, which is hard to believe. <clears throat> really freaking hard to believe for me. But let's do it. Let's get into some... Oh, God, I almost dropped my Corona. No no good doctor drops their beer. God bless. Happy holidays, everybody. Mm. I'm sure it's really healthy to drink beer while your sinuses are inflamed. Let me just blow my nose. I'm so sorry. I really am so sorry. I'll, I'll do it so you can't see. Oh, golly. Son of a bitch. This really is annoying. I got to be honest. Blowing your nose every 20 minutes? Come on! It's the holiday season and a whoop-de-woo and a hickory dock. I'm dripping out of my nose like a leaky cock. Okay, here we go. Dr. P, these are questions starting from this past week to... You can get up there, Carlin. Go on. Go ahead, get up there. Get up. Go on. There you go. Get up there and lay down. You get cozy, cozy. Uh, these are questions from this past week, right before Christmas. This past the the Monday of Christmas week. Um, I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna start backwards. Tim Fresh One says, "Let's marry our pets." Now, that's cute because I got little bum buns right here. I got my little Corona and my little puppy right here. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shake you awake. As far as us marrying our dogs, I'd have to take a look at your dog. You know, um, I don't just hand out my dog's paw in marriage willy nilly. You know, mine are purebred adopted dogs, purebred shelter dogs, and they each cost me $150 each. So there's that to that, that cost to factor in. Um, if you want to do an arranged marriage, we're really going to have to consider your dog's lineage. Cause I have no idea about my dog's lineage, but I need to know about your dog's lineage. If, if the, if they're going to enter my dog and I hope you're not planning on procreating and selling puppies because we've already ripped out reproductive organs. So you're gonna have to move on from that. We're really gonna have to consider it. Um, PK03XX. How long after talking with someone who slid headfirst in the DM does it take to just text? Now, this is a really good question. You know, because a lot of times in this modern culture, especially in quarantine, <clears throat> we're not meeting out in life. We're not out in bars and doing things like normal single people do where we meet people like at the produce department. Oh my God, is this an avocado or a fucking 
and Granny Smith Apple. I don't know. Tee playing dumb over the produce or looking for a free drink at the bar. Times have changed. And sliding into the DMs is the new pickup line. So, you know, I don't know if there's a specific time frame because the rules have been broken open. The rules, the dating rules and really just life rules, I think, in general, have gotten shook in the fuck up. They're shooketh. So I don't know if there's a specific time. I don't think there is. I don't think there's a specific time for anything. I think it's whatever works for you. Truthfully, you it now is the time to create your own fucking rules and, and stick by them. Create your own dogma, if you will. And let me know how it works out for you. Tone Hero, why does my pee-pee get bigger when I see a pretty girl? Okay, Tone Hero, judging by your photo that I see here, um, I have it right here on the computer. Uh, you look like a grown man, but then your photo, it kind of looks like your icon. You look a little bit like Mr. Bean. So I don't know if you're a real person or if you're a comedian and you're trying to be a silly goose. But if your pee-pee gets bigger when you see a pretty girl, that just means that it works. <clears throat> and pretty girls work for you. Good for you finding something that works for you because a lot of people go their whole life not knowing what works for them and pretending that other things work for them because it makes them fit into society a little easier. So good for you. Knowing and paying attention to when your pee-pee gets bigger. You like pretty girls. And and pretty is pretty, you know, to to the it's the beauty's in the eye of the beholder, if you will. So good luck out there. Just make sure your pee-pee doesn't get big in public. You know, you gotta keep that under wraps. Literally. Slim Jim Tim Sim. Always sliding up in the questions. Better burper farter, you or your sister? Okay. <coughs> Good question. Better burper? I'm going to go with me because I don't really hear her burp too much. We are not big burpers. Most of our indigestion comes out the other end. <laughs> Welcome to another 10 years of me being single. I don't burp. I shit myself. No, we just have gut gut indigestion. I think burping comes more from like heartburn, even though that, that is originated in your gastrointestinal, your, your lining. It's still a different part of your body. So ours is towards the back end, buddy. Who's a better farter? Well, that depends on what you mean by better. Mine are loud as hell. You'll dive for cover. You're th you'll think that someone's shooting up the house. You'll think that there's a a, a 5.6 Richter scale earthquake happening because of my asshole. But you won't smell it. My sister, on the other hand, you won't hear it coming. It won't even make a air. It doesn't even go. Hers, hers happened to you. My sister's farts happened to you. And it feels like you're being chloroformed by her asshole. And you are. You lose time. Last time she farted, I lost 7.36 minutes. And it, and it was a nightmare. I, 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 had a, I, I slept into a complete panic attack in those seven minutes. I lost time. <laughs> okay, Preston K, 41. Why is my butthole so itchy? Why are you guys asking questions like you're fucking four years old? What happened? Is this what happens when I put my niece and nephew on? My Instagram, I get four-year-old questions. 
um, you, you should wash it. Very simple. Wash your asshole. Wash your ass. McJojo1219. How you doing, babe? Holidays are tough on hearts. So sending you love and nugs to ya. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. The holidays can be hard for people. If anyone's out there lost somebody, next week we will have an episode all about holidays and loss. And I will be recapping my grief throughout the year and talking about that more. But just to touch on it here, because we, you know, I am a fake doctor. I feel like a lot of people can experience some sort of grief or sadness around the holidays, even just general sadness, like a general grief of our uh, um, childhood, you know, just mourning the loss of time. Really, I think grief gets so hijacked by death that we don't even consider its presence in other minute and more minuscule ha events and happenings in our lives. But yeah, it can be a hard time. Anyone out there just know you're not alone. You know, you've got to go through it and it, hopefully you're treating yourself kindly and you're doing as many healthy things as you can to stay balanced and to not dip, dip too deep into the vat of vices that you may have your coping mechanisms. But again, we will get more into that next week. Oh, Jen 719. How big is too big? Now, you know, I got a little hate by talking about size. And for some reason, people, I don't know why they don't think that women can have preferences. I think size is just preference, really. And if you're offended by it, you either have a small dick or no dick or you're just a sensitive person. And it's not my job to take care of all of your sensitivities. It's not my job to deal with the 8 billion people in the world's sensitivities. I can only be real and entertain you and bring you joy. And that's all my job is. So back to the question, how big is too big? I think if you need to take a break between thrusts, it's too big. I think if you feel it coming, if he's going into you vaginally and you can see the tip in the back of your, of your throat, it's too big. I think if he can't fit it, it's too big. I think... If you can't wrap your whole hand around it and touch your toe, your fingers or your toes, if you can't touch your toes, it's too big. And there is too big and there is too small. And that's just the reality of dicks and vaginas. There's no size shaming going on. It's just the reality. It's just a scientific fact that some penises are very small. Some vaginas are small. Some penises are big. Some vaginas are large and cavernous regardless of what where, what's happened in your life. And if you feel a certain way about it, you know, it's, it's an area for you to dig in deep and try to heal. <clears throat> if you're offended by something, that's an opportunity for you to heal that part of you that's hurting, that's causing you to be offended. So don't worry if you have a slop of puss or a teeny giny, a tiny giny <laughs> or a teeny peeny or a large hog. Everyone's got their own strife. And their own cross to bear. It just is different sizes. All crosses are not created equal. God bless you. Rogue MMS 2018. Why are the holidays about gifts versus togetherness? Well, I think technically, if you give a gift, you need to be with somebody to give it to them. So essentially, the gift is just a vessel to bring people together. And, you know, back in the day people traded goods as a source of currency. So 
gift it wasn't necessarily about the gifts but the gifts were a way to trade and a way to barter and i think you know if somebody had no money to offer up somebody they would give them you know something that they made instead a lot of skilled trade you know goes back to the beginning of time and i think if there's somebody who's good with carpentry they built something hey jesus if somebody's good with you know, agricultural, they grew something. What's up, Buddha? You know, there's all different ways to give gifts. And I think the gifts and the togetherness kind of go hand in hand. Get it? Because <laughs> the gifts go from hand to hand. Whatever. I'm just joshing with you. I got an edible. No big deal. Mm. But you can make the holidays about whatever you want them to be about. I don't think they're about one thing versus the other. I think it's all about what you create within your own world. And what you value the most. Some people value gifts. You know, it's, you have to, it, de it really depends on your love language. Gift giving is, is kind of one of the languages. And, um, you know, it, it just depends on how you show love. Some people like to make things. I'm not a big gift giver. That's not my, not like just the holidays. I mean, in general, my gift is my time and my energy like just me because I'm so busy like my time is my gift because I, I don't have that sort of brain to make something or buy a gift buy somebody some shit they're gonna throw away I'd rather hang out with you and talk some shit shoot the shit that's my type of gift so the holidays can be about gifts or togetherness whatever it, you know if you got a joint you've killed two birds with one stone Ner, get it <laughs> cut it out i'm just killing it here um ryan fitzgerald 603 what the fuck is going on with my neck bro i don't know you got to get that shit checked it is it looks like there's an alien coming out of your aorta i don't know i've never seen your neck but it doesn't sound good probably not gonna last a week ron v 95 you ever sucked oh i'm not even reading that dumb question dude really dumb question and you know who you are grow the fuck up uh, Tina Haven 91. Why are you so cute, Dr. P? See, Ryan or Ron, this is how you can learn. Why am I so cute? You're so cute, bitch. Stop. Stop. What? Thank you. I'm adorable. I'm fucking adorable. Tell your rich dad. Tell your rich dad all about me. Will you please? Tell him how fucking cute I am. Let him know. And if he's got a boat, fucking tell him right now. Pause the podcast if your dad has a boat. And I'm not talking like, I should preface, you know, with boat. Someone's going to consider a canoe a boat, and that's not a boat. I need a boat where there's a staff on it. And not like um, not like a, a wizard stick staff. I mean like a group of people who are making meals. Okay. So that's the only way you can show this to your dad. Um. If you spend all your college tuition at the OTB, you got keep you got to get the step in, get the step in immediately. Marty's journey. Will you ever be coming to Scotland? Um, I was scheduled to a couple years ago, but my dad got really sick. I was gonna do the Fringe Fest for a month in August there in Scotland, Edinburgh. Um, I've been to Scotland a couple times and I love it. I got lost in the city. Um relatively speaking, and just 
uh, it's just a figure of speech. I meant to get lost in the city. I was traversing and just enjoying my travels. I loved it there. It's it's such a cool town. I hope I'll be there sometime in the future. I'm sure I'll cross through and uh, hang out with all the drunks that ha- that live under the streets. Maybe I'll finish that that pub crawl, that Miracle Mile pub crawl, where you got to make it through all the pubs. I think it's a mile long. You start you start in the morning and you got to keep on going and may the best man or woman survive. That's my goal. That's on my bucket list. Aunt Dice 77. I make jokes about my dead parents. Healthy or no? Yeah, I think that's healthy. I make jokes about my dead parents too. Um, I think humor is definitely a coping mechanism. I can say that from experience. And I think as long as you're aware of what you're doing, like if you're making jokes to make jokes in general, that's fine. But if you're making jokes to avoid feeling the real emotions, you might want to find an outlet to also allow you to feel the emotions without the jokes and the humor. Because while jokes and humor are so healthy and laughter really is the best medicine, I also believe that honoring your emotions and giving yourself space to feel the spectrum of emotions, uh, especially surrounding grief, is vital to your healing process. So... While the jokes about your dead parents, I totally condone because I make a living off of that. I also encourage you to find a space to sit in those more scarier emotions, those little bit darker emotions and a little bit more nostalgic emotions, just so you give them a moment to shine so they don't creep up in an inconvenient moment for yourself. Um, Let me blow my nose again. Hold on. Don't look, guys. It's so gross. Hold on. Okay. See, and then you got to give it a little swoop. You got to give it a little swoop. Keep it cute. This is my last tissue, so I hope it lasts me through the rest of the podcast. I hope it does. Let me throw that over there. I hope it does. I hope it lasts me, this tissue. Um, We got another one here. Joel Hoffman 7, Australia 2022. I hope so. I hope I can come to all the places. I want to travel so much, but like I said, just traveling domestically these past couple months have been brutal on my body. And um, I'm supposed to be in Phoenix the f- the first week of January, and I don't know if I, I, I will let you guys know, but I don't want to get sick again. And everyone I know is sick, so um, travel seems to be a little tedious right now. And I I'm not one to be um I'm not an alarmist. I don't jump on bandwagons. I read. I don't believe anything ever. I I I'm all about finding out for myself and for what I found out for myself. It's hard out in these streets. I got a hair on my lip. There we go. Hmm? Dog hair. Occupational hazard. Johnny Mac. What's up? Dr. Perloff, how's your holidays going? Honestly, they're going great. I'm, I've been a little sad that the weather's been too good here. It's been like 60 degrees. Shout out to global warming. We should have listened to fucking Al Gore. Um, it's strange. The white Christmas arrived last night. It started to snow. It was kind of romantic in Syracuse, New York. And I woke up to a complete blink 
excuse me, a complete blanket of snow, which was awesome. But I don't know if it's going to last through to tomorrow. And, you know, on one hand, it is a nostalgic thing. I think having that white Christmas sort of makes you think of all the Christmases you had before. And it reminds you of the way Christmas has always been. But there is something to having things evolve a little bit that makes it easier for you to evolve to. So while I do hope that we do have a white Christmas, I'm open to a green Christmas too because your girl's fucking stocked, locked, and ready to go from Aunt Betsy. I'm dreaming of a green Christmas. Yup, it's Sethan. Yep, it's Ethan. I can never read these names right. How to regain trust and intimacy after getting back with a wife that cheated. Whoo. Damn. Well, first and foremost, I think you have to accept the fact that she could cheat again. And you have to come to terms with possibly losing her. I think once you <coughs> really accept that she could cheat again and accept that you could lose her, then you might be able to go back into this relationship from a place of a little bit more of a solid foundation because you have your expectations are managed. I think you really have to manage your expectations in this scenario. And I think you have to keep them really fucking low. And her cheating is, I'm not saying it's no fault of your own because we all bring something to the relationship and we all take something from it. And some people are givers, some people are takers and some people take advantage of those two situations. But we all bring something to it. And I think as long as you bring with it a real low expectation and keep your standards high for yourself and your own work on yourself, I think it's okay to have high standards as long as you have them with yourself as well. And as long as you're starting with high standards for yourself. So I think if your wife cheated before and you're getting back together, have a conversation like, Hey, I know that this could happen again. I hope it doesn't. And I hope you come to me before you have that urge. But if it does, you know, it won't work for me. And, you know, not to give her an ultimatum, but this is more for yourself. You might want to say this to yourself about what you're willing to accept and make yourself accountable. You know, I think accountability is a huge part of evolving in growing as a person and having people in your life that also make you accountable to the things that you stay, say and declare. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry, you guys, with the coughing, but I really wanted to talk to you. I hope it's not too, too gross. Um, I mean, fuck it. If you listen to Joey Diaz, he coughs all the time. So I'm basically just like one of Joey's lungs right now. <laughs> I think you need to, you need to trust yourself going into this scenario a little bit more and trust to know that you'll be good. And also you don't have to get back with her. Um, people do change all the time, but they also, while they're changing, do function from the same set of skills that they've acquired through either a survival, a place of survival or a place of self-evolution. And you just got to know where she's coming from. Is she working on herself? Is she going to therapy and wondering why and getting to the center of why she cheated. And if she's not working on herself, I would highly, highly recommend you taking a, a, a beat and really thinking about what you're getting yourself involved with. 
And you guys might have to have a real conversation about what what's going on and, and what the scenario is that you're getting back into. Because it might be one big seeming pile of shit. Good luck. Hans Remy, am I the dad in your DMs? You wish. Are you fucking kidding me? Bro, what? Oh, that's so cute. That is really freaking cute. I can't even keep up with the dads in my DMs right now. Right now, the only dads who I'm going to answer to is the ones who are showing me their bank account numbers. You think I have time for these broke dads? Are you crazy? I don't hang out with broke guys. A boat. Yeah, a canoe is not a boat. I need the rich dads. So I haven't seen you in my DMs, Hans. So let me know. Do you have, with a name like Hans, it sounds like you have a cabin somewhere in fucking Switzerland or Sweden. So if you can send me a picture of both of your homes, we can talk. Mm -hmm. Tigers GS. 55. What's the biggest lie you've ever been told? That Santa Claus wasn't real. That one really fucking hurt me. Hopefully you're not driving in the car with your kid right now and I ruined Christmas. <laughs> just picturing somebody like feeding their kid and I say that and their kid just chokes on a Cheerio and I fucking ruined Christmas. The biggest lie I've ever been told? I don't know. I don't know. I I can't really I can't really conjure one up right now. <clears throat> I th what comes to my like the front of my mind is that everything's going to be okay. But everything always is okay. I think it's just a broad statement that a lot of people don't like to acknowledge or really put any effort into because it it requires them to put in some effort themselves you know for everything to be okay that you can't just leave it up to external forces and the universe you have for everything to be okay you've got to be okay and for you to be okay you've got to put in some work so I think the biggest lie I ever was told was about Santa I really took that one hard I think I was like 16 when I found out I developed late in life you guys fuck off don't judge me okay i found out santa wasn't real before i got my period okay guys i'm gonna die alone with llamas i know trev turbo trev turbo dating in your 30s why is it so difficult i don't even think <clears throat> i don't even think it's about your 30s as much as it is about this like digital world now <clears throat> I feel like this over-digitized and digital experience we're having really fucks up meeting somebody. That fun thing that happens when you see somebody for the first time you don't know and you're like staring at each other from wherever you are across the room and you have to have those awkward conversations in the beginning and everything's so exciting and the eye contact and, you know, you're kind of like brush each other's shoulders and just that whole beautiful magical thing that happens when you meet somebody is totally stripped away with dating now because everyone's sliding into DMs, slip, slip, slide and just sliding into the DMs. It, it really takes away the magic. And I think it's going to be an interesting <clears throat> in the future, an interesting, um, reflection i think whatever relationships occur in the future will be a f reflection of what's going on now 
I wonder, it makes me think just that relate the relationship dynamic will completely deteriorate because we're meeting on false terms already. People are going to put their best foot forward because they can. It's easy to catfish people, even catfish people they know on the internet. You know, they just post things that are just the happiest part of their life and they're not keeping it real. I try to like keep it real on my IG, you know, not obviously I know I want to entertain you guys, but if I'm feeling something, I let you know. And I think that we're in this generation of catfishing so much that it makes dating hard because someone's like, yeah, I'm fine. And, and look, we have we have preferences. But when you're dating and someone's like, yeah, I'm totally five. I'm totally six foot. And they show up and, and they weren't they they weren't six foot if they if they were on pogo sticks on top of a fucking gymnasium, uh, the roof of a gymnasium. They're still not six foot. It's very easy for people to hook you. And then you meet them and they're like, who are you? You're not the same person. So good luck out there, guys. It's a brutal, brutal world. Protect your neck. MDW630WDM. Jesus. No question. Just wanted to say you are beautiful. I am beautiful. Never sing away. I heard this Christina Aguilera holiday song. I got to see if I can find it. I can't play too much of it, but it really annoyed me. I always look, she can sing her ass off, but the way she does this, like, I got to see Christina Aguilera Christmas. Let's see. Here, Oh, did you guys hear my, is it maybe this one? Let's see. Hold on. It's a lot of that, like, what the fuck is going on? Is somebody tickling you in the studio? I mean, you sound amazing, but it sounds like you're gasping for air as well. And look, I know I cannot sing. I'm pretty sure that I stop multiple types of species from mating when I sing. But this is silly. <laughs> I mean, she can sing. But is she on, it sounds like she's on a swing set. Come on. If you want, you should get stoned and listen to Christina Aguilera's fucking Christmas hits and you'll laugh your ass off. And it, she's an amazing, look, I'm not knocking her singing. It's just a little, it's a, it's a lot. It's extra, bitch. It's extra. And you, you better go ahead with your badass self, okay? If I could sing, I'd probably be taking all those risks. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Okay, how many more do we have here? We got a couple more. Okay, let's see. 
Um, let's do a couple more here. Uh, Richie Dizzle, highest fucking watching your show. Yeah. Which one? Tattoo Redo? You guys better watch Tattoo Redo. My nephew still says that. Uh, Tattoo Redo on Netflix. I host it. We filmed it last year. Uh, hopefully we're going to do a season two. I'll let you guys know. As soon as I know, you will know. But thank you for watching the show. Thank you for representing. And it, tell your friends about it, please, Richie Dizzle for Shizzle. Johnny Josue, date me? Question mark. I mean, this is the problem. How, why? Why would I offer that? That's all you're going to say? Like, even back in the day, someone would bring at least a cow, a pig. I can't get a bushel of ditch flowers or, like, a stick that you picked up along the way. <clears throat> you're just going to be like, date me? This is the problem. You bitches got to stop giving it up for nothing. It, you, I'm sorry, dudes, and I can only come from a heterosexual standpoint because that's what I am. You got you to gotta put in a little bit more effort. We're worth it. I'm sorry. I'm worth it. And if you don't want to put in that effort, then bye. Bye, bitch. I'm fine being single. I am, I'm chilling. I'm living my best life. My hair looks good. My skin is shining. I have no stress. I don't have to worry about some motherfucker not texting me back. I'm good. I got three dogs. I'm fine. I'm not going to die alone. I'm going to have a pack of wolves slowly tearing my flesh away five days after my death. I'll be good. Clip it, Deb. <laughs> oh, shit. Joel Hoffman 7. How are you so pretty gorgeous? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, just gratitude and a fuckload of water and expensive face creams and uh, laser treatments as well and a great dermatologist who tells me what to do with my skin and did that picture frame move that's weird it looks a little more crooked you better you you can't even wait to listen to the signs that I got from my mom this holiday season uh, shocking signs it, that'll be on the next grief survival guide episode it that's why I was like, I got to talk about it tonight, but I still need to process what happened. Um, let's see. Ben Marcus, lift light squats or heavy squats? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> heavy squats all the way. Girls, you want to build your booty, you have to do heavy weights. Heavy weights, low rep, and eat each eat your protein. You know, I'm all about those heavy squats. Go hard or go home, bitch. We don't got a lot of time. I got an hour in the gym, in and out. Let's do this shit, Okay. Um, Max Cohen, 31416, 46-year-old man in a sexless marriage. Woo. Woo. Okay. There's more. I'm just stretching out here. In therapy, but she's unwilling to go. Leave, question mark, afraid to start over. Ah, there it is. All the other shit before doesn't matter. You're afraid to start over. You're afraid to start over because you think you might fail. And you think you're going to end up alone forever. And you think no one's going to love you again. And you think you're not worthy of someone better than this woman who's not giving you anything. You're afraid to start over, but you're not afraid for accepting the bare minimum. I'm more scared that you're not more scared at the lack of effort that you're accepting from your loved one. Whatever she's going through, that's her story. That's her journey. 
And while you're in a relationship and you have to work together and be compatible and you both have to sort of bring something to the table and have a place of communication and equal goals, her healing is not your job. Her not fucking you is not your job, but it is your job to get what you want out of life and to not accept the bare minimum. Afraid to start over, motherfucker. You should be excited to start over. Starting over? Do you know how many people don't get that opportunity? You're looking at this as, a, as, as something that is a negative event in your life. And it should be looked at as an opportunity. You have an opportunity to do something different for yourself. I don't know if you have children. 46 years old. I mean, it's sexless. I don't know how you could have kids, but maybe down the line in the beginning you had sex at some point and it just sort of teetered off, which happens to so many people. And it, it's like slow and all at once. You're just sitting across from this person who's become your roommate and you're like, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Sleeping on the couch, down in the basement. We've got separate bedrooms, separate lives. You know how many friends I've heard this story from? The same old story. And I guarantee you every single one of them is afraid to start over. Because they're looking at it as something negative instead of an opportunity. You're looking at it as, as something that you can't achieve or overcome. You're looking at it as a, as a hindrance. This is a, a, a fantastic moment in your life to do something different, to change yourself so you don't ever get into a relationship again where somebody's not appreciating you. And for some reason in society, we act like men shouldn't be appreciated. Good men should be appreciated and communicated to and blown. It goes both ways. But you're afraid to start over, and that's where you need to start, is right there with that sentence. Forget the fucking sexless marriage. Forget the fact that you're in therapy and she's unwilling to go. Fuck all that noise. Forget the fact that you're saying leave, question mark. You need to start with the fact that you're afraid to start over. Why are you afraid to start over? That's what you need to ask yourself. Is it because you think you're going to fail? You might, but you're failing more at not trying. It's a bigger failure that you're not even putting a step forward for yourself. And this bitch sounds like she's taking all the steps back. And she's pulling you back with her. Why is the weight of someone or something that's toxic so much stronger than the possibility of evolution? Why is that weight so much stronger? You've just got to change your mindset. You're acting like her power over you and her lack lackadaisical approach to relationship is more powerful than your ability to leave. You need to get the fuck out, bro. <clears throat> Look, I am not a licensed clinical social worker. I am not a doctor. I, I've been to many types of therapy. I've been through all types of relationships. I've lost both my parents. I've been raped. I've cheated. I've been cheated on. Um, I've been abused physically and emotionally. I'm sure I've done and have said some terrible things to exes and have been reckless with people's emotions. I've been on each side of the coin. And I can tell you right now that the most toxic thing that is happening is you not betting on you. Because if you don't bet on you, I guarantee you it doesn't matter if you stay or get with somebody else, you're going to repeat the same fucking cycle. Next thing you know, 
you're going to be on your deathbed wishing you had walked out the fucking door the first time you felt like you wanted to leave instead of staying and be miserable. Most people think they deserve the misery because they're living from a place of fear and trauma. They're living from a place of survival. And when you make decisions out of that state, all the decisions you make will validate the feelings of stress and anxiety and fear. That's all it is. It's this vicious cycle. So you're in this, you're in, you're in a hamster wheel of self-loathing. You just need someone to, you just got to be the person to put your foot in the spoke to stop the wheel to get the fuck off of it in the first place. <clears throat> Leave. Leave. Get the fuck out. You know how many people have had to start over with nothing? Think about people who came to America. Think about people who came to New York City. All the foreigners and refugees and immigrants having to leave their families and, and not know if they'll ever see them again. Families that they never will see again because they died and were murdered by war and famine and genocide. Those people started over. You, you're going to be fine. Your wife doesn't fuck you. I bet you there's a horny neighbor down the street. Godspeed. There's so many more questions here. We're going to do a couple more here. <laughs> okay. We're going to do a couple more here. Um, water, water, pants on fire. That's the name you chose? I'm having sex dreams about my ex again, even through, even though he has a girlfriend. That's fine. You know, I think sometimes we can read into our dreams. Sometimes they're just fucking dreams and your brain's dumping information that it doesn't need. It's just doing a, a cleansing of the, of the computer, if, if you will. It's sort of just cleaning out the files. They don't always mean something. But the fact you're having sex dreams about your ex, and even though he has a girlfriend, tells me that you don't think you're worthy of somebody new and you're stuck on your ex. And maybe you should meet this guy whose wife hasn't fucked him because if you're having sex in your dreams, I bet you this sexless guy, what was his name? Did he give us his name? Max. You guys could hook up. And if anything, just just have sex. You know, you could just be friends who with benefits like that ever works. But having sex dreams about your ex, it's fine. As long as you're not stalking him online and he's not just completely absorbing your mind throughout the day. If you have a sex dream about your ex, no big deal. I've had sex dreams about all my exes. Even ones from like when I was, before I was even having sex. Shout out to you. How you doing, Kevin? I It's normal. I think you just have to make sure that it's not occupying your mind all day long because... You might need to pick up a hobby, bitch. You might need to think about your hobby and not Bobby. You feel me? Okay, Sarah Camarena. Hey, girl. How are you? No problem, but BAM was super fun. Thanks for doing that, and thanks for the Halloween laughs. Oh, my God, these are all the way back from Halloween. We are going to do a Christmas holiday, BAM. A bunch of good movies that have been recommended. It'll be after Christmas, but it'll be between Christmas and New Year's. We'll have a fun little BAM situation for us to all enjoy. If you're a part of the Patreon, you can join the BAM bong and movie. That's what BAM stands for. When we get together, I, I get a little stoned. I can't do it now because I'm still feeling like shit. Edibles work, but I also I, I want to have a good bong, you know? I want to just blaze up with you guys. So we'll do that. But thank you so much for your support. Um, Rich Percival, you're not my stepmom. How do you know, motherfucker? If your dad's rich, I could be. Why are you such a Debbie Downer? Why are you cockblocking? Are you mad because you think I could catch your dad? Are you mad because your dad slid in my DMs? 
If he's rich, you better watch out. I'm going to show up on Christmas. <laughs> That's what I get. That's what I get for trying to come in on Rich's dad. I probably shouldn't say come in on Rich's dad. Sorry, Rich. I didn't mean it like that. But maybe I did. She does sex jokes. Oh, oh God. My feelings are hurt. I love you guys. I really do. Ryan Adams says, you're too damn sexy. I know I'm sexy and I know it. I appreciate that. I'm feeling myself lately. I think it's okay to be confident and feel pretty. So much of our life, especially women, we have this internal monologue where we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, people who aren't even real, ads, commercials, bitches and filters. We're constantly comparing ourselves why don't I have this? Why doesn't mine look like that? How come she looks like this and I don't? Fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. Learn to love yourself. Find something you love about yourself and fucking flaunt it. Flaunt it. Have it be the thing you talk about. And if somebody says some shit that sounds like it's meant to bring you down and, and they make a comment about you in a derogatory way, you should just do that old Southern charm thing where you're like, oh, bless your heart. I'm so sorry a part of you hasn't healed so much to the point where you feel like you need to hurt me in order to feel. And that makes me sad for you. Bye. And I'm going to fuck your dad. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. And that, that'll solve the problem. I hope I solved a lot of your guys' problems. We have a couple more questions. I will save them for the next Dr. P because these were awesome. Um, I'm happy that we were able to do this. Like I said, we will be doing another grief survival guide episode and it'll be a year recap i'll talk about the signs that i've seen during the holidays which have been crazy and all the emotions the new emotions the old emotions that i have experienced in this time and i really even though you guys have already experienced christmas and christmas eve this is i'm recording on christmas eve but you're listening to this after the holidays i do hope you've had an amazing holiday season I hope you were able to spend time, real time with your family, off of your phone, present time with your family. And if you didn't listen to me now, put that fucking phone down. Put it down. Have some part of your day. If you're with the people you love, where it's uninterrupted, where you're really absorbed in what they're doing and what they're saying, because it is a, such a fleeting moment, this beautiful life. And I hope you were able to find solace through these holidays, through Christmas. I hope you were able to find magic. And I hope your dreams came true and I hope you got everything you wanted. I can't wait to find Brad Pitt in my stocking in the morning, truly. Ah, oh, Santa's going to do me. He's going to do me right this year. I can feel it. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. I won't say Happy New Year because you have to come see me on New Year's. And I'll say it to you then at the Syracuse Funny Bone on New Year's Eve. Two shows. We're switching it up this year. Normally I'm there for Thanksgiving, but this year we're doing a New Year's Eve celebration. It's going to be a fucking crazy circus. Anybody you know who's close by, please come out. Tickets are almost sold out. I love you guys so much. Merry Christmas, and I'll wish you a Happy New Year at my show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.